Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I mean, the Browns' happiness couldn't last forever, unfortunately. So, yeah. Okay, everyone, welcome back to Browns Breakdowns, proud partners of Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Sports Network. Um, well, I mean, yeah. We, we could win forever. Um, it was just... It was just a loss. I mean, there's nothing... Nothing much to it. It just wasn't the best game. Obviously, PJ Walker wasn't as good as we wanted him to be. But there was just a lot of things that didn't go our way that game. And obviously, we couldn't win forever. Like I said, it just is impossible. There could have been things we could have done better. Well, obviously, but there could have been things that we could have. Hmm. There were things we could have done better. There are things we did good. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just a mediocre game. But we ended up losing twenty to twenty four. Uh, there's a lot of things that we probably could have ended up not having happen. I think that was definitely a winnable game. I don't know how we didn't win, but it was definitely a winnable game. I just think. The defense was really mediocre, to be completely honest. I mean, the defense was good, but also bad at the same time. I know that doesn't make sense, but it was good, but it also was bad. It just couldn't figure out. Um, it looked really lost in the first quarter, giving up 17 points in the first quarter. It just didn't, they just didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. They just seemed a little off. Um, I think there were a lot of things about the defense that were still pretty good. I think the defense still was a very, very good, stout defense, but I think it just really was a... a it just it, I think a lot of things could have been much better, but... I mean, there's not... There, we can't do anything, but the defense looked good. Uh, like, the defense was not bad. The defense was not a bad. It was not a bad game, but they also weren't that good either. They were, They were probably above average I'd still say but they just weren't as good as they have usually been offensively um eh, we were okay I mean the offense obviously Philip Walker PJ Walker whatever you want to call him I call him PJ Walker uh he was fine I mean he could have easily been better but he was okay um the running game was fine the receiving game was actually much better I mean we finally had a a game where someone threw for more than like 180 yards but it was just not our best game ever. The Seahawks aren't a 
um, a bad team. Like, it's not like we lost to some terrible team. The Seahawks are pretty decent. Uh, they have good receiving core. Their quarterback, Geno Smith, is pretty good. Their defense isn't terrible, but their defense also isn't good either. Their defense is fine. They're a good team, so it's not like we lost to, like, some scrub or anything. I mean, the, the Seahawks are 5-2 and two right now with that win over us. So it wasn't a bad game at all. It was a close game. It came down to the end of the game because the Seahawks ended up scoring with 19 seconds left, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 38 seconds. I don't know where I got 19. But uh, I don't know. There, it just wasn't what we wanted to see. It wasn't what we wanted to happen. Obviously, we wanted the win. Moving up to 5-2 and two would have been nice um, with how good the Ravens have been playing. Uh, the Bengals have been getting back in stride. The uh, the Steelers have been looking okay. To, well, the Steelers lost, but the Steelers are still probably going to end up being last place. Still going to find a way to get a winning record, but the Steelers have been lacking. I mean, there was a lot of opportunity, but we really needed this win because, I mean, with how well the Ravens have been playing, with how good the Bengals are looking now, I mean, they finally hit their stride and figured out what they were doing after Joe Burrow has... He looks mostly healthy now. Um... I don't know, it just seems like that was a big loss because it was a really important game moving up to 5-2 and two and it would have been a really, really nice win. But eh, it's, it's just, no, there's nothing we could have done now. But hopefully the team is able to bounce back um, next week against the Cardinals. But we'll talk about that in my, uh, in my review. And if you're wondering why I didn't do a look back episode on the 28th, or I mean a look forward episode on the 28th, I just got really busy. Uh, a lot of Halloween stuff. Uh, we went to a party and stuff like that, so it's, I, I'm sorry, I apologize, I just wasn't able to do it, I just got really busy and doing other stuff, because I have a life, surprise, I'm kidding, wait, no, that's not what I meant, anyway, moving on swiftly from whatever I just said, um, we're gonna dive into some stats now, so, statistically, let's talk about the Seahawks first, uh, Geno Smith, 23 for 37 for 254 yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions, I mean, he wasn't good, but he also wasn't bad. That's probably a bad game, I think, but it wasn't terrible. Um, he was fine. He had, I think he only had two touchdowns, uh, one in the first quarter, one in the fourth quarter. So we limited the passing game pretty well. 250 yards is, uh, it's a decent game, 250 yards, but there's been much better before. Um, running the ball, once again, running the ball, we were actually pretty decent. We held Kenneth Walker to... Uh, 66 yards on eight carries, and Zach Charbonnet, I think that's how you say his name, to five carries and 53 yards. And then Jake Bobo, he had a run for three yards and also a touchdown, so he was decent too. But, well, obviously he had a touchdown. I don't know if you call him decent. And then we actually, uh, both times Geno Smith ran, he lost three yards total. So defensively, uh, protecting the running game, we were pretty good. And I always like mentioning the running the running defense because if you all look back to last year, our running defense was terrible, and it's got much, much, much better. Um, Passing-wise, Tyler Lockett was their leading receiver with eight receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. And then DK Metcalf was five, yard, five receptions for 67 yards. And Jackson Smith and Jigba was three receptions for 36 yards and a touchdown. And then... Um, Noah Fant contributed with two catches for 32 yards, and Jake Bobo also contributed for two receptions for 23 yards. So, not anything insane. Um, I mean, holding 
DK Metcalf and Jackson Smith and Jigba to uh, 100 yards plus, but like 110-ish yards, and one touchdown is pretty good. Tyler Lockett, obviously, he was pretty good, but I think we held the receiving core pretty decently. Obviously, they did have two touchdowns on us, which I guess means we didn't. I don't know. Uh, we were getting cooked at the start of the game. I mean, that first quarter was brutal. We were just getting destroyed. Um, I don't know how to feel about that first quarter. It, we were just getting destroyed. I mean, it was 17-7 to at the end of that first quarter. And then, obviously, the defense found his legs and held them to uh, zero points in the second and in the third quarter. And then, obviously, gave up that game-winning touchdown in the fourth. But, I mean, the defense was really, really weird. It was just so poor in that first quarter. And then they finally found their legs. But it was already basically too late. And then the offense, they also were looking a little weird. But defensively, um, Boy Mayfee. I don't actually know how to say his name. Had a sack. Uh, Darrell, Darrell Taylor had a sack. And then Julian Love and Tariq Woolen both had an interception uh, too. So the defense for them wasn't anything insane. Uh, it was also wasn't anything bad. It was a pretty good uh, game for them. So hopefully, uh, I don't know what we're hoping for anyway. But I don't know what I'm saying. I, I don't know. It was, it was fine. Um, I think that the defense did good against our Browns, obviously. We didn't have Deshaun Watson. I'm going to be completely honest, guys. I don't know if Deshaun Watson would have helped. I think this team still would have lost because Deshaun Watson's kind of trash. Anyway, no one actually heard anything. Um, P.J. Walker was fine. Um, and since we're talking about P.J. Walker, we might as well talk about the Browns statistics. So the Browns weren't terrible uh, statistics wise I think it could obviously could have been better uh, PJ Walker 248 yards one touchdown two interceptions um, uh, uh, if you have a um, if you have more interceptions than touchdowns it's automatically a bad game um, even if you have like 450 yards and four interceptions and three touchdowns it's still a bad game nah, maybe not then but you know what I mean um, and then uh DTR came in for a throw for one yard, one throw for nine yards. I don't remember that happening. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Jerome Ford was back, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. Uh, Kareem Hunt was actually really good. Um, 14 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. Pierre Strong Jr. contributed with 10 rushes for 41 yards. Jerome Ford contributed with nine rushes for 37 yards. And then Philip Walker contributed a little for six rushes for 27 yards. So rushing-wise, we were actually pretty good. Um, Kareem Hunt, if you look back to last year, he was awful. So it's really nice to see him actually contributing and getting a decent amount of yardage. Jerome Ford being back and contributing in a big way. Not in a big way, in a, in a solid way was also nice. Pierre Strong Jr. contributing was also very nice to see. And then Philip Walker adding 27 yards on the ground was also a nice little thing to see. So it was a really nice game on the ground. It was good to see. I liked seeing have I liked seeing the rushing um, be a threat. That was really nice to see. Seeing the rushing game actually be a threatening uh, thing that defenses have to plan for. And then receiving wise, Amari Cooper was great. Uh, six rushes for rushes. Six receptions. Six receptions for 89 yards. Uh, David Njoku was finally, finally had himself a really good game. Four catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. 
Pierre Strong Jr. contributed more on in the air too with 41 yards on one reception. That was a really good play. Elijah Moore had two catches for 30 yards. And then Kareem Hunt also contributed a little with one catch for 12 yards. Um, defensively, uh, Martin Emerson had the interception number one. Maurice Hurst, the second, had the second interception. And it, uh, Miles Garrett had a sack, obviously. And we didn't have any more sacks after that. Really? We only had one sack? Yeah, huh. I thought we had more. That's sad. Anyway, um, we'll see how the um, Jerome Ford thing goes. Because obviously he did play, but he played in a limited role, only getting nine uh, touches. But I think he'll be fine. I think he'll have a much bigger role uh, next week. This was obviously just kind of a... Uh, uh, just basically a... Uh, uh, um, hmm. Oh man, I can't think of the name. A... Oh my god, uh, it was a game where, it was a, I can't think of the, the word for some reason, but it was a game, like, in baseball where you, um, go to AAA to recover, uh, a rehab game, it was a rehab game, it was also an analyzing game for the team, so that we could analyze the, the player and make sure he's doing okay, so it was definitely a rehab game where he got much less touches than he usually would get, and was also not the starter, and so he clearly was doing good. I think he will be okay for next week against the Cardinals. And then um, team team oof team statistics. Uh, Browns 385 total yards. The Seahawks only had 362, so we did win the total yardage thing. Passing yards um, 230 yards to the Seahawks 248. Uh, rushing wise 155 yards to the Seahawks 144 114. I mean. So good rushing yards for us, and then only 5.1 yards per play to their 6.6. And then third down, we were 6 for 15. They were 4 for 12. On fourth down, they were 1 for 1. We were 0 for 1. Uh, sacks allowed, we allowed 3. They allowed 1. Uh, they had 5 punts, we had 3. They had 7 penalties for 43 yards. We had 4 penalties for 25. We had 1 fumble and 2 interceptions. They had no fumbles and 2 interceptions. And we had a 36 minute and 40 second time of possession compared to their 23 and 20 second possession. So we had a lot of possession uh, and somehow didn't win. Anyway, it was definitely a decent game. I think there definitely were aspects we could have been better in, especially that first quarter. That was just brutal. But I mean, there's a lot of things that I think, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Donovan Peoples-Jones got traded away to the Lions for a 2025 fifth. I forgot. Oh my goodness. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he got traded. My bad. No wonder he didn't play because he tr got traded away. Anyway, um, I'm really sad. I was really, really hoping uh, DPJ would be fine and he would continue to play, but he did end up getting traded away, but... That's okay. Um, it will be fine. Uh, eh, I'm so sad. I just wish Donovan Peoples Jones stayed with the uh, uh, with the with the the Browns because I really liked Donovan Peoples Jones. He was such a cool guy. He was a pretty decent, but it's okay. Um, and uh, this is really sad. According to Mary Kay Cabot, uh, the Browns are all done trading. All they did was deal Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions. 
for a 2025 fifth. That's it. I I hate the Browns sometimes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's really sad because I really liked Donovan Peoples-Jones. By the way, that only happened two hours ago. One, two, two hours ago. Um, so it's not like it's old news or anything, but it was only two hours ago. So that's probably why he didn't play. Did he play? Never mind. I'm going to stop talking. He didn't have any catches or any receptions. He only got traded away two hours ago. I don't know why he didn't play, but he didn't. So whatever. Um, that's kind of sad because I really, really, really liked, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He was just such a, he was a good wide receiver. He had a lot of potential too, but he was... He was really lacking. I mean, he was just looking really weird. He was not bad. Like he was like last year he was really good though. He was such a good player last year. He finally broke out. He was finally looking really decent. I think I'm gonna be honest, I think it's been quarterback play that's made him lose his um trade value. I think if we had an actual functioning quarterback that wasn't you know, Deshaun Watson or PJ Walker. I'm not saying they're not, neither of them are functioning quarterbacks. I'm just saying they suck. Um, <laughs> I think he would have much better stats and would be much better of a, of a player and much bigger of a contributor. But because we had no QB play, he can't catch. Obviously, if your QB is only throwing 175 yards, there's only 175 yards to give out. Let's say 80 of those goes to Amari and 50 of those goes to a David Njoku and Elijah Moore. That's already 130 yards of that 175 yards gone. Then another 30 yards to the receiver or to the running backs. That's 160 yards. Now there's 15 yards left. And for all you know, you're not even going to get involved in those 15 yards. You're going to lose 15 yards to um, Marquise Goodwin on a on, a, on a, a hitch play or something. So there's only as there's only the there's only the amount of yards your QB throws to go around. So if you have a court, if you have multiple games where your quarterback isn't even breaking 200 yards passing, there's not enough yardage to go around and to give all the receivers a chance. So I think if we had a quarterback that would actually be decent and actually could throw more than 180 yards and two interceptions and maybe through, you know, a touchdown and maybe through more than 200 yards, I think Deshaun Watson, uh, not Deshaun Watson, D Donovan Peoples-Jones would have actually been having a good season. Um... I went on a bit of a rant there, but I'm angry because this Browns just can't freaking have a good quarterback. But, ugh, so annoying because DPJ was just such a cool player, and I really wish... Oh my god, it was a sixth-round pick. Are you kidding me? It wasn't even a fifth? What? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Peoples-Jones has eight receptions for 97 yards. Boo. Garbage. Um, he would have been better if, oh, wait for it, we actually had a decent quarterback. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, this is my way of being mad. I laugh and disrespect our quarterback. PJ Walker isn't bad, but I think, uh, um, oh man, PJ Walker isn't bad, but he's a backup. And so I think it would be much 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 more fun to see um see things happen and then one thing that's a little interesting one thing that i would like to throw out is um that we're gonna have some advertisements yeah i kind of forgot about them so before i say anything else sit tight we'll have some ads and we'll be right back
All right, welcome back everyone to Browns Breakdowns, where on this show we disrespect our quarterbacks for no particular reason, um, <laughs> and we also talk about um, the trade deadline. Now, the trade deadline has already passed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when is the NFL trade deadline? I don't actually know. Uh, October 31st, 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so it ended an hour and a half ago. Um, so it definitely wasn't the, a very good trade deadline for us. Uh, by the way, are you kidding me? Uh, the Commanders traded away uh, Chase Young to the 49ers because, like, why not trade away one of the best or one of the best young um, defensive ends to the 49ers who already have a good enough... Uh, defense and the Montez Sweat ended up going to the Bears which is pretty interesting uh it I don't know this was not the trade deadline that I would have enjoyed I think there was a lot of trade deadline things that could have much more well hold on I think there were a lot of more things that could have happened for the Browns this trade deadline uh by the way I'm just gonna list all the trades I know no one actually cares but uh, New York Giants traded away Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. Um, Catavius Street and something else to Atlanta. Montez Sweat to the uh, Bears. Joshua Dobbs and somebody went to the Vikings. Uh, Minnesota cleated, traded Ezra Cleveland to Jacksonville. We played traded DPJ to the Lions. And Rasheel Douglas went to Buffalo. And then Washington traded Chase Young to San Francisco. So... Yeah, not fun. Uh, there's a lot of things that the Browns should have been able to do. This was a way worse trade than last year. This sucked. <laughs> uh, but there were a lot of things I think the Browns could have done much better. Uh, like, you know, trade for a quarterback. Um, I know no one would have given away their quarterbacks, but it's okay. Um, I, I think one of... Oh, I forgot. The little note that I wanted to throw out was now that DPJ is gone, it means Cedric Tillman is going to come back, uh, come up in the rankings of the wide receivers. So instead of being number four, I think, because it was Elijah Moore, or I mean Amari Moore, DPJ, then uh, Tillman, I think he'll be either the four or the three, because Marquise Goodwin might become the three now, because it'll go more, or not, I'll, I keep putting more at the one, it'll go Elijah Moore at the two, Amari Cooper at the one, Marquise Goodwin at three, and then Cedric Tillman at the four, or it could be Cedric Tillman at the three, and Marquise Goodwin at the four. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think that means that Cedric Tillman is ready for a bigger role. Uh, he hasn't shown that he's been very good this year. Obviously, he is a rookie. Obviously, he is trying to compete for a, stop, a spot in what used to be a pretty stacked receiving core with four receivers on top of him. That being Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Marquise Goodwin in no particular order. Um, those four being stacked on top of each other, meaning Moore, or I mean Tillman only gets to be the five. And the five commonly does not get very many looks. Uh, he barely even gets on the field. And so being boosted to the four, I think will definitely give him much more looks, much more chances to shine. And so I think this is a pretty big step upward for Cedric Tillman because it will prove that it will give him a chance to prove if he should be a starter or if he should maybe stay on the um, the four or the five for the rest of the year and just practice a lot. 
Um, I think he's. I think Cedric Tillman is not a bad player. I think he definitely was a pretty decent draft pick. I think we, he will end up being good right now. But he is a rookie. He still is adjusting. He was in the five spot, so he hasn't had very much chance to kind of, you know, find his legs. He hasn't had very many chances to get looked at by the quarterback. So I think this does definitely gives um, the, the the Cedric Tillman a chance to prove himself. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot going on for the Browns. Uh, I just kind of wish the uh, the the team would have done anything more at the trade deadline. Obviously, we do have a pretty decent, um, or my bad, that we do have a pretty decent team. Uh, running game obviously is pretty good. Um, the running game is actually really good. Obviously, the uh, passing game has been kind of terrible. But there's just a lot of things that I wish could have happened in this trade deadline. I wish we just had a better chance of, you know, finding like finding like a better player to trade away or, you know, getting something more than like a sixth round pick or some garbage like that. Um, did we get a sixth? Yeah, sixth. Are you kidding? Man, 2025. It's not even like it's useful till two years. Ugh, so good garbage man um but back on the topic of the seahawks game i want to throw out some quick little things um where has uh jeremiah awuza koromora been like i feel like he's been not as good as he's usually been like he's not bad all right he's a really good player i mean he's a great player jeremiah um he's also been a he there's there's the unseen things about players like it, like like um stat statistically if you look at the box score you're not going to see a player's um like passes covered like that's not what you're going to see or his pass coverage rate or things like that you're not going to see that jeremiah or zakoramora has been a very very good player i mean he's not been bad he's been a very good very, very good player but i feel like he's he's i don't know it's just weird i feel like he's not been as good as he's been before he maybe i'm wrong Maybe I'm going crazy, but I don't know. I just feel like he's last year he was better. Maybe I'm, I think I might be going crazy, but I don't know. It just feels like he has been not, maybe he's just not lighting up the stat sheet and that's just rubbing off on me for some reason. I don't think he's bad. He's a great player. I mean, Jeremiah's great, but I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe he's just not lighting up the stat sheet and he's been really good uh, watching the game, but I don't know. Um, I think he still is a good player, but. I don't know what I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Uh, secondary, I think the secondary could have used some help. Uh, I think the secondary definitely could have utilized one more player. I don't know who that player would have been. I'm kidding. I if you don't know the joke last year, uh, I tried to. I really really wanted the Browns to trade for Derwin James, not realizing it was literally not going to happen whatsoever because, oh, who knew that Derwin James is one of the best players in the league at that position yeah i'm stupid um i mean if you look at a lot of people there's a, oh donovan people's jones was on the defense he was probably like guarded a punt dalvin tomlinson and zadarius smith have ended up being a really really good acquirements is that a word acquirements he's is that a word i'm, I'm not gonna be acquirements that's not a word is it no well uh, an acquirement but they have been really good pickups. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, Zadarius Smith has not been lighting up the stat sheet like he um, was expected to do, but he's been pretty good. 
obviously he just holds down the edge really well which is basically all we needed him to do uh, because we did not have a very good edge uh someone like abania abania aronkawo i think that's how you say his name i always mess it up uh he's not even popping up on the, the thing He's been really good. Dalvin Tomlinson has been very, very stout, keeping that middle of the defense. Um, Grant Delpit, Denzel Ward, Martin Emerson, Juan Thornhill, Anthony Walker, Greg Newsome. I mean, they have all been great. They've really shut down the passing game. But there's a thing about these cor these cornerbacks and these safeties that isn't really a uh, representation of their passing game. And that's how good they are about at open field tackles and keeping running backs once if they break through the the middle and get to the second level how good they are at stopping them and that's something that they've been pretty decent at too when the browns um d line does rarely i mean that's something we didn't expect to say last year but when they've actually let up big runs um these secondary pieces have been very good at breaking off their assignments and getting the open field tackle which is not easy by the way especially against players like Kenneth Walker, these smaller, quicker, more elusive backs that are capable of juking you right out of your sneakers. Um, or cleats, I guess. That sounds better than sneakers, but you get my point. I think there's just a lot of things that aren't seen on the stat sheet that really show how good this defense has been. I mean, the running game has been... The running defense, I mean, has been just incredible. The deep running defense, if you guys don't remember last year, the running defense was god awful they were so bad man they just could not for some reason figure out how the heck to stop um players like i just don't understand why we couldn't figure that out but we just were not very good um i think there was things in that game that we could have done better i think obviously quarterback play but there's nothing we can do about that right now uh there's a lot of things uh, defensively we just were getting burned i mean that started the game the first quarter we just we just looked weird we looked out of it and then obviously we came back and held the, them to zero points on the second third quarter obviously we held them to zero points throughout the entire fourth until that 30 set that end of the game uh touchdown but I mean, there's a lot of things that have been really, really just, just great. But also there's been a lot of things that look terrible. Uh, I'm going to just quickly, before we head out of here, I'm going to rank the Browns uh, power rankings wise. I'm going to put them at 18 right now. I think that's a really good spot for them. I think they are better than a lot of teams. I mean, if we look at the standings right now, uh, there's a lot of things a lot of teams are better than I think 18 is a really really good place to put them I mean if we they're better than the Patriots they're better than the Raiders the Raiders the Broncos and the Chargers Chargers are weird um, they're better than the Titans they're better than the Colts uh, I mean they're better than the Commanders better than the Giants better than the Rams and the Cardinals better than the Packers and the Bears better than the Panthers better than the Bucks better than the Saints I mean I think 18 is a definitely a very, very good spot to put them. So I'm going to put the Browns right now at 18. Defensively, I'm going to keep them at one num number one still. I think defensively, the Browns offense, def or defense, I mean, definitely deserves to still continue to be number one. And offensively, they're 32. 
Maybe I'm just salty, but they're 32. Um, anyway, I'm out of time. I love you all, and I will chat with you guys. I will make sure to actually record this episode. Sorry, guys, for missing it again on the 4th of November. So I love you all, and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you.